0: Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. With me today is a special guest by the name of Bobby Kaler. And you already know me, the founder and host, Miss Genesis Mars Kemp. But let me tell you a little bit more about my special guest. She is an entrepreneur. Since the age of 34, Bobby has coached upwards of 3,000 people and has delivered presentations for tens of thousands of people. She helps high-achieving sales managers succeed in all the important roles in their lives without sacrificing their career success. Her undergrad degree was in human performance improvement, and her graduate degree was based on the science of Human Flourishing. She has appeared in articles for the Today Show, Yahoo News, Thrive Global, Authority Magazine, and Influensive. She is also the author of Travels of the Heart, Developing Your Inner Leader. She was a contributing author to the Amazon and New York Times bestselling book, Masters of Success, and she is the host of her own podcast, Unyielded, thriving no matter what. So without further ado, please welcome the woman behind it all, Bobby Kayler.
1: Hey Genesis. Thanks for having me on your show. I've been looking forward to this.
0: My pleasure, Bobby. And before we dive into how you work with high achievers and really helping them find a balance so they don't hit that burnt out and they have a well-rounded, holistic approach, I definitely want to give the audience a chance to connect with you in a fun and personal manner. So there are two options you can choose from. One is an icebreaker or two is a rapid fire 10 question game what are you in the mood for? I want to go with the rapid fire. That sounds like fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okie dokie. We're playing rapid fire with Bobby and Genesis. (laughs) Question number one. What's your favorite day of the week? Oh, my favorite day of the week. Thursday. Question two. if you could trade or trade places with anyone, who would it be?
1: Trade places with anyone. That's a tough one because I have a hard time imagining like being anybody else but me, you know? So I, I don't know, um, but just, just, just for kicks, how about um, Serena Williams? I would love to play tennis like that for one day of my life. <laughs>
0: Amazing. Question three, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Ah, a superpower. How about the
1: ability to run like the wind?
0: Ooh, okay. Question four, what is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else? Latte. Ooh, okay. I could dig it. (laughs) question five would you rather a dream car dream home or if you're like me who says you can't have it all let's have both (laughs) I would say
1: hmm, both is always a good option I think home base, though that's really important to me because that's that's where you know you get you get grounded Hmm.
0: your place of peace your sanctuary yeah that's exactly right Question six. What's your favorite color? My favorite color. It kind of changes sometimes,
1: um, but orange is often one of my favorites.
0: Mm, okay. Bright, bubbly, energetic. Yep.
1: That's exactly right.
0: <laughs> Seven. If you could have lunch or dinner with any person past or present, who would it be?
1: Mm. There's a lot of good choices there. The one that came to mind though, would be my, my grandma Nugent. She passed when I was only three years old and she had kind of a remarkable life. Like her husband was killed by a, a drunk driver when she had seven kids. And this was like back in 1940. And she had, you know, the, and her youngest was only 18 months old at the time. And I've, I've always just been real curious about what her life was like. Cause I mean, she, she worked to provide for all of them. So I would love to get to chat with her.
0: Wow. And Oh my gosh, I can't even imagine like having mm-hmm. seven kids and you know, oh. something as senseless as a junk driver. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Question eight. You just won the lottery. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> in order to get the rest of your proceeds distributed, you must contribute to three charities of your choice. What charities are you donating to?
1: Wow. Um, okay. So a couple that come to mind right away. There is a program called Girls on the Run. I don't know if you've heard about it. It's a fa- I used to coach in that program and I want to do it again. It teaches, it's an after-school program to help young girls learn about self-esteem, how to communicate, how to have better relationships, and they use becoming an athlete running as the the vehicle. So there's that. There is, through the Kiwanis, there is a program, it's uh, called Key Leader. And I don't know if it's still going because of COVID, but I think it is. And it's a leadership program for high school students. And I used to teach in that one and, and to see the kids come in at the beginning of the weekend and then to see the transformation they go through, it was just, it was some of the most rewarding work ever. And so to get more access, you know, for to, to those programs to more people, that'd be awesome. Uh, the third one that comes to mind is, boy, there's a couple of them. We experienced a huge fire. It was, it was a wildfire and we had to evacuate. This was a couple of years ago. And we, we were lucky. Our home was not lost, but many people did lose their homes. And, you know, I've never understood how important that kind of support was. So like the Red Cross that came in and how they helped the us who, who were evacuated. So I think I'd go with them.
0: Amazing. And then I just want to dive back. So you mentioned Kiwanis. Is that the same as Key Club?
1: Same organization.
0: Okay, amazing. Yes, because I was a part of Key Club in high school over ten years ago.
1: Yeah, it's amazing though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Question nine: Being a podcast host, who is a celebrity or someone that you admire that you Mm. would like to interview on your show? Wow.
1: Um, a, a celebrity or someone that that I admire. I would go, oh boy, there's so many, and I love sports. I always think about that. Um, So, you know, names like Michael Jordan pop into my head. One that stands out because I love tennis would be Roger Federer because his mental game is so good and he had to work so hard to get that kind of calm, cool edge. So I think that's probably what I'd do, but I could change my mind too.
0: Okay, well, if you know me (laughs) and you know the show, I'm all up for challenging my guests. There you go. My challenge for you either by the end of this week or next week is to pitch Roger Fetter and (laughs) his PR to see if he would be open to having a conversation with you on your podcast because what's a what's a dream without turning it into reality, right? That's right. That's right. I love it. (laughs) So do you accept the challenge? I do. I do. When do you think you're going to reach out to him, whether it's on Instagram or if he's on LinkedIn or his PR, you have to put a date to it. So that okay. date becomes reality. Okay. So how about,
1: cause I, I, travel tomorrow for work. How about if we say by Friday?
0: Okay. So email, email me and okay. say, Genesis, I just reached out to his P to his PR or him. I slid in his DMS or however you reach out to him and then let me know because right now you have nothing to lose. That's he's right. You're going to respond or he's or not. not. Gonna... Yes, exactly. <laughs> Worst thing to do is say no or not answer and that's okay too. Exactly. So question number 10. It is the pass or play question and here are the rules. If you choose to pass, our roles are reverse and Ooh. you get to ask me a question. If you choose to play, I ask you one last question to wrap up rapid fire. So do you want to pass or play? (laughs) How about pass? Okie dokie. What's your question?
1: Okay, because what I would like to know is if you got to have dinner or lunch with anyone past or present, who would that be?
0: Oh, hands down, my dad, like no questions asked. Um, He passed almost two years ago, so November 25th this year will be two years, and I just want him to meet his little um, grandchild, the new addition to the family, and I'm sure my brother will probably pick the same answer, because him and his wife are expecting to, so it's like, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh man, that's great, that's great.
0: Yeah. So thank you for playing rabbit, fire, Bobby. <laughs> you bet. That was fun. I love it. Now we're going to segue into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, which is high achieving sales managers, leaders, and you helping them balance because we all know whenever you are a high Like they say, high post, so high potential, high flyer or high achiever. Sometimes you have more weight on your shoulders because the expectations are higher for you. So Mm -hmm. you're trying to juggle, but then you forget to balance. And what does that balance look like for you? Not just in a professional space, but in a personal space. So, Bobby, in order for us to really bring this, you know, full circle, we need to know what does your life look like, Bobby, and how did you get here? Because it's always good to go beyond mm-hmm. the surface level level, so you could connect with the individual because you haven't always had this level of success or you haven't always been in this position.
1: Great question. Um, yeah, my life started out very humbly. Like I grew up on, on a self-sufficient farm in Southwest Missouri, picking blackberries so I could have money, so I could sell them, so I'd have money for school clubs, right? So... You know, in in the success part, that was probably that was just, that was a lot of hard work. It was some good luck, um, but it was a lot of hard work, outworking my competition, and, and putting the time in to get the education and everything. Um, and then, you know, being ready when opportunity was there. So that was that part of it. Then my husband and I. This was back in 2000, 2001, We were just dating at the time. And what we were noticing, we were living in Chicago, all of our friends, it was the classic, you know, both, both people are working, they're working really hard, um, they're trying to pay their mortgage, they live for the weekend, they live for those two weeks off, they get a year, and that's it, you know, and the rest of their life's like, oh my God, it's just a treadmill. And Rick and I looked at each other and we said, you know what, there's got to be more to life. There's got to be a better way to do this. And so that really kind of started our adventure. And over the years, one of the most powerful things we did is we did what's called a vision
0: board. Have you heard about, have you, have you ever
1: done one of those?
0: Yes. I love the vision boards. I used to start off doing them hard copy, but now in Canva, you could do a, a electronic oh, vision board. Love that idea. Cause that's way
1: easier. So you, then did you experience, like, was it, was it powerful for you?
0: It was because whenever you envision something, it's like you begin to roadmap how you're going to make that vision come into reality.
1: That's right. Even when you're not thinking about it, that's that's what kind of blew me away. And okay, so I have to be really honest here. I took an art therapy class when I was working on my undergrad, because I was also taking neuroscience. And I thought I need an easier class to go with neuroscience, because that's hard. And um, and it's ironic, because I, I learned so much in the art therapy class. But that was one of the things we learned there. And so when Rick and I did that, we put it together. And we stood, you know, stood back from it. And we thought in and, and Rick's one that said, it. he's like, wow, what we're really talking about here is creating the life we love to live every day. And that has led us, you know, it's had a lot of different iterations. And I shared before we started recording, like we're traveling this summer because we have a beautiful home for the winter in Colorado because we love cross-country skiing and it's at 9,000 feet. But we also, that's kind of incomplete. It's only one aspect of our life. So it's like, huh, let's, let's go explore some other areas, see what else is out there. And, you know, see what the possibilities are. So I think it's always been just kind of this intentional exploration and adjustment.
0: And I love that you said it's um, been an adjustment, but it's also Mm -hmm. been an experiment experiential because you're learning as you go along and I really believe that in order to grow we have to be able to learn every step of the way because just like seasons change we as individuals begin to change and evolve and you have to be open to that and one thing that I that I Learn to by spending 15 years in corporate America and 12 being in oil and gas and energy is that you're not going to be the same person when you first hired on with that company, because there's going to be things that push you, whether they're stretch activities or new roles that you got selected for that was not within your scope. And I think this is important for a high achieving um, salespeople because whenever you're selling, sometimes you have to, you can't necessarily sell something you don't believe in. So you yeah. have to know the full scope of what you're selling. Would you agree with that, Bobby?
1: Oh my goodness, completely. And, and most of the highest performing salespeople I've worked with, they said exactly what you did. You can't sell something that you don't believe in, right? Mm -hmm. It just, it doesn't come from the right place. The other thing that you said, Genesis, that I loved is the, you're not going to be the same person as when you started it. And I think what's really important there is sometimes we also lose sight of as we grow our goals and our dreams may change. And sometimes that almost causes like a sense of loss or nostalgia because it's like, well, but yeah, but I really wanted that. Yeah, but that was when you were a different person, and now that you're growing and you're evolving, it's natural that your dreams and your desires, that that, that grows with you. Not only is it natural, it's a good thing, and yet sometimes I think we resist that a little bit.
0: Absolutely, and I would say, why do we resist it? And I would say, because sometimes like when we are in the unknown, it can feel scary because we want to have so much control over it. But what happens if we control every aspect of our life? (laughs) We're not being challenged at all. That's right. And I feel like sometimes some of the crappiest moments in my life have been the biggest character building moments in my life. When I look back on them, and you know, hindsight twenty twenty, when I was going through it, it didn't feel pretty. I didn't want to be in the in the Mm -hmm. storm, but you know, I had to be in the storm in order to appreciate the light at the end of the tunnel, and in order for the beautiful rainbow to come out. Because if you think about it in a storm, it's dark, it's gloomy. And you're like, when is this going to be over? I just want to go outside. But then whenever you finally get to go outside, the sun is radiating. Sometimes you see a rainbow. There's no pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. At least I haven't (laughs) seen it, but it's like a new perspective, a new vantage point. And you're like, "Uh aha, this Mm -hmm. is why I needed to go through it.
1: That's right. It's
0: incredibly
1: important what you just said there. Um, Back, back in the day before I met my now husband, um, my last boyfriend, his, his father was very much like a father figure to me. His name was Fred, one of the most amazing human beings I've ever met. And I was kind of going through this dark period because um, I was coming to grips with some of the stuff from my childhood. And uh, Fred said to me, he's like, right now, your, your goal is not to understand why you're going through this. It's to know that it's to help you grow somehow. And right now you probably don't know what that is, but someday you will look back and you'll say, Oh, that's what I learned. That's how I became better. And to your point though, when you're going through it, sometimes like this sucks, <laughs> you know? it does. And that's, that's just part of it. <laughs> you know? So we don't have to love it all the time. It's like, but it can turn into a gift at some point.
0: Absolutely. And I like to tell some of my visionary coaching clients is that life happens to you, but it also happens for you. So don't get so stuck on the two part, look at the four part. And whenever you look at the four part, it's your perspective is shifting, your paradigm is shifting, and then you're able to really look at why it broke you, but how you're going to make it through. Hence the word breakthrough. That's right. Love that. So, Bobby, I know you work with a lot of heavy hitters in your field. So um, how do you help them if they if they come to you and they say, Bobby, you know what? I'm just so overwhelmed. Their face is all (laughs) twisted up. I just need to get out of this or whatnot. Like, how can you help them move through that period in a holistic manner? Because from my experience, you have to be able to tackle mental, physical emotional, and spiritual to really help you perform optimally.
1: Yep, you're completely right on that. And I would say that most of the people I work with, they're not looking to like change their career, for example. They're not saying, I want to get out of the rat race. Most of the sales managers and leaders that I've worked with, they like the career success they've had. But it's like, I also, the way they express it the most, Genesis, is they say, I feel like I'm not showing up in all the roles that really matter to me. Okay, so, so just, just so you get, get an idea of, of, of that. Um, so what we do is we really, th- we start with mental fitness because mental fitness is the ability to respond to life's challenges, obstacles, and opportunities with a positive mindset rather than a negative, neutral, or stressed mindset. And what you were saying there about like looking for the gift in that, that's exactly what meant, that that's a huge part of mental fitness. So you kind of start there and you say, we're gonna build this up because it's just like physical fitness. With physical fitness, you go to the gym, you do your reps, you put the work in. You know, if you go to the gym and you just sit there on the bench, (laughs) nothing happens. So with mental fitness, it's the same thing. So so we take them through, it's a six-week program. We take them through that so that they're actively building that. And what that does is it gives them more calm, more peace, so that then we can start working on what are all those different roles that really matter to you? And how would you be showing up in each, you know, because sometimes I get to, you said the word overwhelm earlier. Sometimes they get to the point where they're so overwhelmed. They can't even think about how would I be showing up as a mother or a father or a wife or a daughter, you know, or as a parent, they're just, so it's, it's critical that we get them to that point And then they can step back and kind of do some of the vision work and say, okay, how do I want to be? And who do I want to be? So th- does that kind of Yes,
0: that definitely answers it. Because I hear the calming, the peace. And then Mm -hmm. once you get them calm and in a peaceful state, then you're able to help them bring in clarity, focus Mm -hmm. and begin to chart out the latter part. But without being calm and having that peace, you're not going to be able to have that laser clear vision and focus in order to help you navigate to your end results.
1: Absolutely. Very well said. That was perfect the way you summarized it.
0: so so Bobby one thing I want to ask before we begin to wrap uh wind down because I know you have a time commitment and I want to be respectful so I know you call yourself a personal change chef (laughs) and when I saw chef at first I was just drawn into the chef y'all and I guess it's because I'm a (laughs) and I'm a bit biased my husband was a chef for a long part he recently changed career since the pandemic was not favorable of chefs no oh So from your vantage point, I was like, I know she's not talking about cooking because it says personal change, Jeff. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? OK, so that that title was given to me by a co-worker
1: and, and he did that because part of it is I love to cook, too. Like, I love watching the cooking cooking shows like I, I love all that. Um, so I, I love to cook. But what he was referring to, because I said, Sean, why did did you come up with that? And he's like, Bobby, that's what you do in your coaching. You help people select the right ingredients, get rid of the ingredients that don't matter. (laughs) And he said, and you help them come up with recipes that will help them be more successful and will advance who they are. I'm like, oh, I kind of like that. So it kind of (laughs) stuck.
0: Ah, that is super cool.
1: And that was Sean. (laughs) Yeah, that was my that was my colleague, Sean. Yeah. So I'm like, cool.
0: I'll take it. You should get a a T-shirt made with that on it. Yeah, (laughs) I should. (laughs) So now, Bobby, I'm going to throw you an audible before we jump into the call to action. Is there anything else that you want to mention that I didn't ask, but you think is relevant for this conversation?
1: But see, the only thing I'd like to add on to something I said earlier, your question around mental fitness is that if someone's listening to this and they're like, I'm in such a state of overwhelm, I don't, I don't know if any of this is going to work. Just know that it's a process and you absolutely can build your mental fitness, just like we do physical fitness. So I just want to give that assurance that it doesn't matter how overwhelmed we are. This is something that we can build.
0: Absolutely. And thank you for adding that, Bobby. And now yeah. let's jump into the call to action part. So what is your call to action for the audience today? Okay. So thank you for
1: asking. And I would say, since we are talking about the mental fitness, um, there are two assessments. They're both free. And one assessment will tell you what is your, basically it's your PQ score, positive intelligence quotient. And what that tells you is how often is your brain working for you? or against you. (laughs) No. So that's one. The other one will help you understand what are the thought patterns that get in your way. And those are both free. So if someone's interested, they can, they can reach out and as a special gift for your listeners. If anyone wants to do that, and they would like a free debrief session so they can go through and say, what does this even mean? How do I make sense of this? I'm happy to include that as well.
0: Okay, amazing. And thank you for adding that amazing gift and those freebies. So, Bobby, the million dollar question they're probably asking is how do I get in touch with Bobby? What's her website? Where does she hang out <laughs> on social media? Okay, so
1: website is just bobbykaler.com. And and actually, my email address is it, the, probably the easiest one is bk at bobbykaler.com. And it's just B O B B I. K-A-H-L-E-R, no E on the end of my first name. I should actually probably get that as an email address because people mistype it all the time. And then the, the social that I'm most active on is definitely LinkedIn. I'm just Bobby Kaler there.
0: Amazing And Bobby, I want to thank you so much for coming into the community today and just sharing your knowledge, your wisdom and insight. All of your contact information will definitely be in the show notes. So audience, that means you have to read, scroll on down and tap in with Bobby. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. We're on 40 plus platforms. If there's a content that we haven't covered yet that you want to have heard here on this platform, Let me know this is just as much your show as it is mine, and I want to thank you for supporting the guests that I bring on, as well as the mission to bring content that is educational, inspirational, and motivational, because of you, we're now ranked in the top 2% globally out of 2.8 million podcasts per www.listennotes.com for all the metrics there. And for those of you interested in video, you can see the video to this recording by going to our YouTube channel, which is GEMS, G-E-M-S, with Genesis Amaris Kent. And lastly, but not least, we are looking for brand sponsors. If that is you, you can have your products, your services, and your overall brand heard right here where it will get out to 2% of the world globally. So until the next episode, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day.